Welcome back to the Swedish podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Hargobindpur was named by Baba Buddhaji, how the city was constructed. Chapter 48 now begins describing how the exalted Guru Hargobind, the greatly determined warrior, liberated countless servants who were serving him close at hand. There was one person from Kashmir named Khwaja. His previous karma had become fruitful. He would always serve the Guru. He would forever remain ready. Never being tired or lazy, he would take care of the Guru's horse, brushing and cleaning the entire horse. Whenever Guru Hargobind would mount up and ride out down the path on his horse, he would run in front of the Guru, but he would run backwards so he could still see the face of the Guru. He was just absorbed in this form of the Guru. He wouldn't talk or listen to anybody else. He didn't care for it. He would live by himself. He had no friends or relatives. He would always just serve the Guru, being at the ready. Guru Hargobind looked gracefully upon him one day when he was running in front of the Guru. He was sweating a lot, but he didn't care at all about being tired. He was just imbued with this desire of seva to the Guru, service. He looked at pain and pleasure alike. When Guru Hargobind dismounted, he called him close and said, Khwaja, what do you desire? He heard this and clasped his hands together and replied, saying, I only want your darshan, divine sight. I don't care for anything else. Please keep me close at all times. Please bless me with a desire to be desireless. Please let me continue to see your beautiful face, the grantor of all happiness. Guru Hargobha was so pleased by this, he gracefully said, become blessed, Nihal. And from that day, he remained in great bliss within his mind. He wouldn't say anything to anybody else. There was one Saeed with the name Janni. He left his home. He took the garb of a fakir, a Muslim holy man. He started dressing that way. He was searching for his own salvation. Day and night he was thinking about it, roaming place to place. He looked both amongst the Turks and the Hindus. And the Hindus. In the day he would pray five times, performing his five namaj, Muslim prayers. He performed many austerities as well, searching and searching. But he didn't meet any Muslim holy man who gave him that understanding, that realization. And at times he served many Turks, Muslims, Fakirs, and other times to serve Hindus to obtain the mystery of the divine, but he would never obtain what he desired. He roamed like this, like a thirsty deer. He never met a complete saint, one who could show him the path to the divine. He was going crazy in the search. He was suffering greatly. Somebody took pity on him and told him one day, the seat of the exalted Guru Nanak, it has spread Sikhi so wide across the entire world. Their servants obtained this Sikhi. They teach about the path to the divine. All the Sids, the great powers, stand in front of their Sikhs. But these Sikhs, they don't even care for them. Now on the throne is the exalted Guru Hargobind, the great warrior. Conflict with the Emperor's house has now expanded greatly. The Guru is the knower of all hearts, fully complete. Those who meet and serve the Guru receive the knowledge of this. He's so compassionate and akin to the divine Khoda, whatever they desire comes true. They can quickly liberate their servants when they observe their faith and love. Listening to this, Janni was super excited and happy. It's like somebody told him how to obtain the Philosopher's Stone. He quickly got up, he headed off, thinking in his mind, how shall I go there? He was thinking this in doubt, and while he was thinking of that, he met Khwaja, who was just absorbed in the love for the Guru. Janni told Khwaja his entire story, saying, I spent my whole life searching. You 
are also like me. You're a Turk. So tell me, brother, about this guru, his deal, how they are pleased such that they are graceful upon their servants, so he can show me, this destitute person, the path to the divine. At that point, Khwaja then replied, explaining fully, there is no one like Guru Hargobind in the world. The Guru is all-powerful, the knower of all hearts. The Master looks at the love of his devotees and liberates them in an instant without delay. That day when their servants are drenched in the ras, the sweetness, the flavor of his grace. So you should go to the door of the Guru. Don't listen or talk to anybody else there. Just go there, sit there in silence and remember the Guru. Don't tell anybody your story. When he understands your state, he'll call for you. So take care of yourself. When he's testing you and the heat is turned up, if you come out of it intact, then you'll receive the great grace beautifully. It's like how fire is put to gold and then they take out the junk to purify that gold. In the same way, when they clean you out properly, you'll have the realization of the path to Khuda the Divine. Their speech immediately is fruitful. So listen, Opi, you'll become blessed. The Sayyid named Jani, he heard this and he bowed his head to Khwaja. He went and took a seat then in front of the Guru's door, bearing all the hunger, thirst, pains from just being there nonstop. He wouldn't go anywhere else. When he saw Guru Hargobind, he bowed with great humility. He wouldn't listen to anybody else or say anything to anybody. He would just sit there day and night, bearing the heat, the cold by being there. He would hold his head low, sitting in that one place, contemplating forever on the Guru. After some days of this, Guru Hargobind then asked the Sikh, Who is that sitting there? Go ask them, why are they sitting here? So Sikh, the Guru, he went to ask, For what desire have you set up your Thunna here? So this word literally used here is fire, where a sadhu would sit beside, but can also mean their own seat, asan, where they reside, with or without fire to warm them. So the Sikh continues, do you require any clothing, any money, anything else? Tell us what you desire. Tell us and you can receive it from the Guru's house. Get what you desire and then go home. The Sikh continued, tell us your desire. Guru Hargobind is not bothered by anything. Whatever is in your fortune, you will receive. The Sayyid Janni heard this from the Sikh and with some humility, he lowered himself and more clasping his hands together. And he said, all material things are temporary, transient. They will pass on. I don't have any desire for them. I am the servant, the seeker, the talab of the Mawla, the divine. O ocean of wisdom, Guru Hargobind, be graceful upon me. So the Sikh went, told this to the master, Guru Hargobind, who kept quiet. And after some time, Guru Hargobind then gave out a command. Make a little barrier of cloth. Make it tall so that when I walk by, he can't see me. So the Sikh went there and constructed a little barrier around Sayyid the Janni, who just sat there holding onto his service, his seva of the Guru, his contemplation, even though he didn't receive the darshan, the divine sight of the Guru Hargobind walking by. He would still sit there day and night, reciting the Guru's name, enduring the heat, the hunger, and all. In his mind, the love for the Guru only grew greatly, holding on to the contemplation of the Guru. Meanwhile, Khwaja, the Guru Sikh, he would come every now and then and take care of Janni's food and drink situation. For Janni, there wasn't anything else besides his beloved. He couldn't bear, even for a minute, anything else. He was just intoxicated with his love for the Guru. Day by day, it would increase. 
He was forever attached to the love of the Guru at all times. He just was must, intoxicated with it. Without getting darshan of the Guru walking by, he would just still obtain it within his mind from his contemplation. Without hearing the Guru, he could still hear the Guru in his mind. Without food, he was satisfied within his mind. He was just intoxicated in this love and would be quiet enjoying that with great pleasure. In this manner, great times was spent where Guru Hargobind didn't reach out or go to see him, didn't take care of him at all. In his heart, though, Jani didn't let the love of the Guru decrease at all. Day by day, it only increased. He enjoyed this rasa's flavor more and more. He had such a great desire to obtain the darshan of the Guru, wondering when the true Guru would be graceful upon him, what time that would be. One day, Guru Hargobind was sitting in the court, and one sick clasped his hands and humbly said, This Sayyid Janni, he's engrossed in such seva, such service, establishing such love in his mind for your darshan. Casually, naturally, Guru Hargobindan responded saying, If he's so attached firmly to this commitment, then he should go jump and drown in the river. Go tell him this. So a Sikh then went and told Janni, The Guru has commanded, you go drown yourself in the river. Janni heard this and was delighted. He was overjoyed. He was thinking, yes. The Guru talked to me, so it shall be. He ran toward the river, but quickly Guru Hargobind sent some six behind him. The drowning Janni was retrieved, taken out of the river, and brought back to where he was initially seated. Afterwards, the six went to Guru Hargobind, spoke in his favor, saying, Guru Hargobind, uh, Janni obeyed your command without any delay. He doesn't get up now. He just went back to where he was, seated there by the door. He won't leave without obtaining your darshan. When the Guru tested him, he realized the great love Janni has for him. But then Guru Hargobin sent a Sikh to say, Janni, do you want any riddhis or siddhis? These are miraculous powers by which you'll obtain anything you want. Janni replied saying, I want only my John, my beloved. I don't want anything else, no matter how grand it is. When Janni also forsaked this due to his great love for the Guru, and pull for his darshan. Then Jani was called close to the Guru, who told Jani about the path to the Divine. Jani heard this and merged into the great bliss of the Divine when bowing at the lotus-like feet of the Guru. And at that point, he obtained such a firm meditation inward that all his pains, obstacles, and superimpositions of the world, things that were overlaid upon our perception of the world, which delude us into thinking that we are separate from the world, the Divine, these were then removed. At that point, Guru Hargobind also commanded Jani and Khwaja both, Your service here has been fruitful and fulfilled. You have pleased us greatly. But now, you should go and live in seclusion, like how other saints and Mahants live. They replied, We will just do that. So for some days, though, they both stayed there and served as they did. They were serving the Guru with their own hands and were blessed by touching the lotus-like feet of the exalted Guru Hargobind. They were without a care at all, just intoxicated in the love of the Guru. Within their heart, they had such a firm faith and love for the Guru. One day, they had a thought arise in their mind. It's when somebody by the name of Nandalal came to both of them. Both of them made Nandalal their chilla, their Sikh helper. Both of them told Nandalal about the path to the Divine. They gave Nandalal these teachings and said, you should serve the Guru. Khwaja then made Nandlal take up his own service, the service 
related to the cleaning and the brushing of the Guru's horse and enlisted him into that service close to the Guru. Nandalal had such love for the Guru and would spend time in this service. Guru Hargobind saw Nandalal, his beautiful form, and how much love he had in his heart for the Guru's house. So Guru Hargobind named him Sona, meaning beautiful, and told everybody else to call him Sona as well. From that day it spread and everybody started calling him Sona. He would perform selfless service to the Guru, which settles a forever wandering mind. That's how chapter 48 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how Baba Buddha Ji meets with Guru Hargobind and praises him. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>